drown Posing for pictures, playing around Absently flirt, pretending to touch Don't be deceived or ask for too much Well, welcome once again to the Florida Fun Podcast, your destination for Florida fun. My name is Josh, I'm your host, and today is Monday, February 21st, 2022. You're listening to episode 25, and today's all about a list of reasons to love, to love my great state of Florida, and I hope you guys are having a great week, and I hope that you had a fantastic weekend, and I hope that your Monday is going great. Uh, We just had a great weekend, it was a very, very busy weekend, but we will tell you about that on another episode. So as mostly all of us know, February is the month of love, so happy late Valentine's Day to you all. I hope it was a great day and you spend it with the ones you love. And it doesn't matter who you love, it only matters that we're all treated as equals and accept one another. Love comes in all shapes and sizes and colors and flavors, and we all have a place here, and we all have a right to love who and however we love, so I hope you all had a fantastic Valentine's Day with those close to you. So today we're going to look at my state of Florida, what makes someone fall in love with it, why would someone move across the country to live in Florida and give up their lives and the picket fence and their job in the office and pull the kids from school and restart their life in the Sunshine State. We'll take a deeper look at what makes my Florida so attractive to so many people. Why do we live here? Why do we vacation here? Why are so many businesses based here? And before we get to all that, I want to take care of that housekeeping. I want to tell you how you can be a part of the show. Tell me what you'd like to hear. You can reach out to me at any time. You can be a part of the show and let me know what direction you want to take the show. Via email is floridafunpodcast at gmail.com. You can get a hold of me on Twitter. I am at floridafun6 on Twitter. Follow me, like my posts, tweet me, send me messages, whatever you like to do. Get involved. On I have an Instagram and a Pinterest page. That's the same. They're both at Florida Fun Podcast on Instagram and Pinterest. Uh, Instagram is also the home to the Florida Fun Podcast live video series. You can keep up with us in real time. Uh, we post uh, pictures and reels and polls and videos and all that stuff from wherever we are. Uh, so we want you to connect with us in real life. So I'd have to say in no particular order, uh, the number one reason to love my state of Florida is the vast amount of beaches that are located in our beautiful state. Now I think you think of going on vacation to Florida, you think about you know sunshine and you know a lot of other things, but beaches is definitely the top of most lists that I've heard of. So from surfing and swimming, there's diving, which um, I'm a scuba, uh, scuba, scuba, scuba diver myself, uh, boating, shell collecting, animal interactions, people watching, people get married on the beach, people vacation on the beach, they, drive, they ride horses on the beach, there's so much more to do camping on the beach. Uh, the beaches in the state of Florida are beyond comparison to any other. Uh, they have sh- uh, sugar soft sand. The water is relatively warm on the on the Gulf Coast. A little colder on the Atlantic side, but re- relatively warm on the Gulf Coast. Uh, relatively small waves. The, wall, the water is relatively calm. A um, couple facts for you. There are over 663 miles of beaches and 1,197 miles of coastland on the peninsula we call our home that are attractive to so many Florida residents and vacationers. Um, Our favorites would have to be the beaches of the Gulf Coast for sure. Uh, The deep warm water is mostly calm and welcomes visitors year-round. It's like nothing else. If you've never been, there's there's a couple places uh, that I would definitely recommend. Um, The uh, Cedar Key area on the west coast, on the Gulf Coast, 
uh, is absolutely beautiful. It's it's kind of like the place at time for God. It, it's it's you know, laid back and quiet. Uh, I've been there with my parents. Um, you know, you just kind of drive through the little cedar key towns, um, and and it's it's just a, a beautiful romantic little place, a little uh, kind of west of Gainesville, uh, on the on the Gulf Coast, and it's just a a quiet little romantic little place. Um, also, Siesta Key Beach, which is down near Sarasota, uh, is absolutely beautiful. Uh, right around from the St. Armand Square in Sarasota, kind of off west of that, um, out in the water is uh, Siesta Key Beach, and it's beautiful. There's a Longboat Beach, Longboat Key Club, and the Longboat Beach uh, area down there as well. Um, and the the sand is it's it's unbelievably soft. It's it's not unlike anything else I've ever felt in my entire life. Uh, I was down there. Uh, for a little while, I lived down there in the Sarasota area for a little while, and I would go to that beach every once in a while and just go for a walk, and it was just an unbelievable uh, soft powder, almost felt like face powder, or like powder you would put on your on your hands, um, and, and that's the, the sand that's down there, so it's, it's really unbelievable. Um, I think when people think about going to the beach in Florida, you know, one thing they think about is sharks, and getting bitten by a shark, and all the animals that live in the ocean, and it's dangerous. I can tell you guys, I've been in the water most of my life. Um, I've been in and out of beaches. I've been a scuba diver for a while, um, and I've never been bitten by anything other than you know small fish that nibble on your toes or whatever. I've, I've never even had a crab pinch me in my entire life. So um, you know you don't have to worry about that. Um, the beaches are safe. Um, you want to swim if you're a weak swimmer, and, and that's okay. Some people are. If you're a weak swimmer, you want to swim near a lifeguard. You want to make sure to uh, see in front of a lifeguard at all times. Um, the waves can kick up a little bit, especially around hurricane season. They get a little a little rougher. Um, and then by all means, if you see that danger flag out there in the water, you definitely do not want to go into the water near a danger flag. Um, but uh, the beaches are fantastic. So I would say probably that's my number one reason to come here to the state of Florida. Number two has got to be our collection of theme parks. We are pretty much unmatched, unrivaled in theme parks here in the state of Florida. Um, many Walt Disney, probably a name you've heard before. His last project was the Magic Kingdom here in Orlando. Um, there's a whole story about it, the, the story of Walt Disney, how he bought up property here in Central Florida, um, how he used fake companies, real estate companies, how he did different things to uh, disguise and try and hide after his successes and failures that he had at Disneyland in California. He wanted somewhere that he could expand. He wanted somewhere that he wasn't landlocked and pinched in by other businesses. So Walt came here to Central Florida to a sleepy little town called Orlando. Um, and he opened his Magic Kingdom theme park. Actually, Walt died before Magic Kingdom opened. It was his brother Roy O. Disney opened the Magic Kingdom theme park in a sleepy little town called Orlando on October 1st, 1971, and that was just a year before I was born, And uh, which at the time was just miles and miles of orange groves and cattle pastures and basically nothing, just one horse little town, a whole bunch of nothing going on. Um, there was a two-lane road called Interstate 4 running slowly across the then-quiet borough um, so things have things have changed a little, just a little bit, right? So the Magic Kingdom came in, and Royal Disney came in and hired his, his group of people, and they opened the Contemporary Resort in Fort Wilderness. They opened a couple of hotels for people to stay, and they became theme park people right here in Central Florida. And so many other theme parks followed behind them. The Magic Kingdom led to more competition and more theme parks. There was uh, the SeaWorld Parks came along. Universal Studios came along behind them. And before you know it, there was competition everywhere. So where we sit right now, Universal Orlando has their theme parks. SeaWorld has their theme parks. SeaWorld has sister parks, Busch Gardens. Uh, they're in Tampa. They have water parks. 
There's a bunch. Um, there's a bunch of competition around. Uh, Legoland has moved into the state of Florida. They have a park there as well. Water parks. There's hotels, restaurants. Times have really changed. And uh, I would definitely say that a lot of people, when they think about going to the state of Florida, that they definitely think about going to the theme parks, right? Spending their vacation and their holidays at the Magic Kingdom or at Universal Studios or at SeaWorld Orlando. So, um, in Walt's famous words, I hope we never lose sight. I hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that it was all started by a mouse. Um, number three, I would definitely say, is the weather. Uh, while it's known that the South is generally better for known for its warmer weather, Florida in particular seems to have an abundance of warm, comfortable weather. Winter in Florida usually only lasts a few months and never gets to the point of being extremely cold. Um, a couple quick facts. St. Petersburg, Florida holds a record for the most consecutive days with sunshine at 768 straight days. So that is a long time, guys. That's a long time to have sunshine. Um, the average temperature in the state of Florida ranges right at 68.45 degrees with the average low in the area of 55.7 and the average high near 81.2. On average, the state of Florida has 300 days of sunshine per year. So uh, we are the sunshine state for a reason. Um, we also are known for lightning strikes and hurricanes, which happen occasionally. We get tornadoes occasionally. Um, we haven't had a forest fire in a long time either, so that definitely is something that we have had in the past. Number four, I would definitely say, is food. Food, glorious food. And we've talked about this back in the Thanksgiving episode that, you know, I am a food guy. And I don't walk by food anytime soon, anytime recently. I, I am all about some food, all about... Uh, uh, all about uh, having some snacks and some food and, and uh, I have a weird diet like I think I've said that to you guys before um, I'm on what's called the FODMAP diet and that's for folks who kind of have some digestive issues like I do unfortunately I'm not going to go into a lot of detail about that um, but I have to kind of be careful with what I eat but I'll tell you Florida has a lot of food that's very good and you have a lot of choices that uh, are able to uh, be eaten while you're here um, I say the reason that we all eat is a great unifying factor for uh, all people uh, the food in the state of Florida has a diverse and wide-ranging degree of tastes and preferences. From seafood to beef to regional cuisines, Florida has it all. This is from tripstodiscover.com. I got this off the uh, their site. And it was listed, the top 10 foods to try while you're in Florida. So, number uh, top nine, I'm sorry. Uh, number nine is a Floribian cuisine of arroz con pollo, fried plantains, arepas, empanadas, Jam uh, Jamaican jerk chicken, uh, that kind of thing. So, that sounds uh, fantastic. Uh, number eight is grouper and snapper. If you are a seafood person, guys, there is definitely seafood here in the state of Florida. We're on a peninsula. We are surrounded by the ocean on three sides, um, especially down in the Florida Keys uh, where you are surrounded completely. There are islands down there. Uh, you definitely have your choice of seafood. Uh, number seven is conch, which is a very large shell, an animal that lives inside a very large shell. Uh, they are found in ceviche, which is a, uh, a dish in which uh, seafood is, is paired with citrus, and it's cooked in the citrus citric acid that cooks the uh, seafood. Um, chowder, fritters, those kind of things, you'll find conch. Uh, number six is citrus fruit. So you want to start your morning right with fresh Florida orange juice. You can pair it with seafood for cooking, you, know, you can use it in cooking, you can use it in a cocktail, or just have it straight by itself. So lemon juice, lime juice, orange juice, grapefruit juice. I know people that start their morning with a glass of grapefruit juice. That's a little bitter for me, um, but uh, I have drank my share of orange juice over the years. We use limes all the time in our cooking and our food. Uh, orange slices we use in our cooking and our salads, sectioned oranges, we use those as well in our, our food. Uh, so it's definitely citrus food is something that we are known for. Uh, my in-laws live down in the Sebring-Avon Park area. 
and uh, they are surrounded by orange groves. Uh, the southern portion of, let's say, Orange uh, County, Osceola County, you kind of head down there. Um, all you have down there, Lake Wales area, Haines City area, is just orange groves as far as the eye can see. Lake Placid, Sebring, Avon Park, uh, there's just orange groves everywhere. Um, so if you are an orange person or a citrus person, then Florida is definitely the place for you. Uh, number five is fried gator bites. Um, if you have never eaten a gator before... Um, it is an experience. It is something that you probably need to try while you're down here. Now, I'm going to say, you know, uh, eating a gator was not something that was very high on my list. I'm a Florida guy, um, but I wanted to try it. I had a friend who worked at a place, um, and they sold gator, and I tried it, and it was it was okay. It was a little greasy, a little chewy, but, you know, I ate it. I, I've eaten rattlesnake before. I've eaten gator before. Um, so I've eaten some some very different foods here in the state of Florida. Um, gator bites are probably fried as the most popular, but it can also be stewed, blackened, chowder, and even in gator cheesecake. So, not necessarily something that I would try, but gator cheesecake is probably a very different kind of a thing. Uh, number four is a Cuban sandwich. Um, I'm going to tell you guys, we have a very heavy uh, Latin American presence here in the state of Florida. Folks from Puerto Rico, folks from South America, folks from Cuba... Um, and all those yummy foods that they have come with them. Um, and, and we have that influence everywhere. The, 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 the cuisine in Florida, that, that culture, that, that reference to that, the homelands where a lot of these folks come from um, and where their fam families are is just everywhere. It's evident everywhere. If you've never had a Cuban sandwich, it's on thick Cuban bread. It's ham, pork, Swiss cheese, and pickles. And it is on thick Cuban bread, and it is certainly a Florida favorite. So you want to try that when you come to the state of Florida. Uh, number three is stone crabs. Stone crabs are a unique Florida delicacy. Uh, they're best enjoyed with a tangy mustard sauce for dipping. Um, so traditionally what happens is stone crabs, when they're picked, um, what I read, now I don't know, I'm not a seafood guy. I guess we probably talked about that in the past. I'm not a seafood guy myself, but uh, I can understand how a lot of the people are. We do live in a peninsula surrounded by the ocean, so it is something that definitely if you want some seafood, it is there for you. Um, I have understood that they harvest a single claw off of the crab, and supposedly it grows back. So I don't know if that's true. That's what I read. Uh, I'm not a seafood guy myself, but uh, hopefully, you know, it's kind of a renewable resource, and they don't, you know, have to uh, limit the amount of stone crabs that are there. Um, I can tell you I've worked in restaurants in the past that sold stone crab, and it's always stone crab claws. So that does make a lot of sense to me. Um, number two, my wife's favorite is key lime pie. Um, it is definitely a Florida favorite. The key lime is known for its name because it is grown in the Florida Keys, uh, down in the very, very southern edge of Florida. Uh, it is a very small, very tart, very bitter lime, um, a very strong lime flavor. Um, the citric acid count is very high in a, in a, in a key lime, so it's a very concentrated uh, amount of key lime uh, citric acid. Um, for those of you who needed to know, the true version of it is yellow. If you have green key lime pie, it is not true. It is not a true version. Key lime pie is actually supposed to be yellow when it is created. And the number one from tripstodiscover.com listed off their top, their top foods to try while you're in Florida is number one is the Dole Whip at the Walt Disney World Resort. Um, guys, if you never had a Dole Whip, you have missed out. Uh, head your, yourselves to the Magic Kingdom, uh, to the Polynesian Resort, there's a couple different places on property. I think in Disney Springs, there's a couple places you can find them. Um, it is a frozen pineapple treat. Sometimes it's pineapple and vanilla together. 
Um, it's kind of a blending of pineapple and vanilla ice creams. It's really fantastic. It's light. It's refreshing. Uh, it's it's really really good. Um, so if you have never had a Dole Whip, that is certainly something that you want to try. So it is a, a fantastic little treat there for you. And you know, so many other foods over the Magic Kingdom and and on the on the Disney World property. So many, so, so much good stuff, guys. Holiday treats and all the cookies and cakes and pies and it's just fantastic. You can spend an entire and my wife and I have spent an entire vacation just eating food at Disney. You, at least in the past, I don't know if they're going to come back. I assume they probably would. There was a Disney dining plan. So when you made your reservation, uh, you would tell the folks, you know, hey, I'd like you guys to prepay my food, and I would like to have that all basically on the house. So you prepay for it, and then when you go to these restaurants, they have a reservation or called a priority seating for you, um, and then you would go, and the meal was basically paid for. All you had to do was leave a tip. Um, they work that into the price of your reservation. Obviously, it's not free, um, but it's worked into the price of your reservation, and so your reservation goes up by X amount of dollars. Um, and when you go there, you simply say, hey, I'm on the dining plan. They say, no problem. Doot, doot, take off the cost of the meal, and all you do is pay for that, uh, that tip, that uh, gratuity. And like every single episode, it is time to do trivia time. So we're going to do a little trivia. So this is going to be all about my beautiful state of Florida. This is Florida trivia. So this one's going to work a little differently. I'm going to want you to pick out the one that is not correct. Usually I want you to pick out the correct answer. Now I'm going to pick out the one that is not correct. So although there are lots and lots of amazing and interesting facts about my state of Florida, one of these facts is not correct. One of these is wrong. Which one of these answers are not correct? Is it A... Florida is home to the most golf courses of any state in the United States. Is it B, Florida is the flattest state in America? Is it C, there have been more dinosaurs found in Florida than any other state in America? Or is it D, Florida produces the most oranges of any state in America? What do you think? A, B, C, or D? We're going to have that answer at the end of our list, so stay tuned. Number five on the list. We have no state income tax here in the state of Florida, and that's got to be a reason why businesses and individuals come here. Um, I'm not really sure why some states have a state tax and others do not. That's probably something that our elected officials have determined was something that was needed, uh, but I'm not an elected official at all. Um, I can say for sure the reason a lot of people come to live in our beautiful state is that uh, no state tax equals more money in your pocket for individuals or companies or businesses, and why would you not want more money in your pocket, right? So that definitely is a reason that was on my list. Number six is the Great Florida Outdoors. So while it's true that many are, there, are very, there are vast areas of nature across the United States, there's nothing quite like the Florida Outdoors. So it can be explored by boat, on foot, bicycles and motorcycles, jeeps, trucks, ATVs, camping, boating, hiking, biking. There's so many things to do. Florida is such a great place to be outdoors because there's such a diversity of, of, of nature out there. Um, North Florida, which is where we live, boasts a, a dense forests like the Ocala National Forest, crystal clear springs like Crystal Springs, and uh, the country's oldest settlement, which is in the city of St. Augustine. Uh, Central Florida has its own amazing outdoors, so there are vast prairies, beautiful lakes and preserves, and orange groves everywhere. We talked about that already. South Florida is the exit to the Florida Keys, which features John Pennekamp State Park, the ocean, diving, boating, swimming, fishing, seafood, parades, so much more. Um, you've got the city of Miami, which is always uh, has something going on down there, hosted the Super Bowl just recently and a couple years ago, and uh, just really, really amazing. Um, speaking of state parks, so number seven is the vast Florida state park system. 
So camping in the state of Florida is easy as making your reservation, paying your entrance fee, and enjoying the great outdoors. So there are people that go camping all the time. State parks are comprised of 175 state parks. The Florida State Park System gives uh, visitors access to everything from trails to historic sites. So a couple of ways this number breaks down for you. I'm going to break this down number here for you. 114 state parks, 5 state forests, the state memorial site, 17 state historic sites, 3 state reserves, 19 state preserves, Three national parks, three national forests, two national memorials, an historic national landmark, a national monument, 20 national wildlife refuges, and a national sea store. So that's a ton of places to explore. And then got that from stateparks.com. So the state of Florida is broken up into several different areas, each with its own unique and specific wild areas. So it is in northwest, north central, northeast, which is where we live, central, Central West, Central East, Southwest, and Southeast. So if you look at the state of Florida on a map, it's kind of those different sections, those different areas that are broken apart. On a quick note, most all state parks have some sort of entrance fee and have operating hours. You want to always check the website or call your choice of state parks before uh, a more exact and up-to-date information. So we live in the Northeast Florida area. Not far from our home is Anastasia State Park in the city of, around the city of St. Augustine. So Amelia Island, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Anastasia State Park in St. Augustine features over 1,600 acres of beaches, tidal marshes, and nature trails. Just a beautiful place to be. Um, a short drive from us here is Amelia Island State Park, probably named after my daughter Amelia. No, probably not. Um, it protects over 200 acres of unspoiled wilderness along the southern tip of Amelia Island. Uh, beaches, salt marshes, and coastal maritime forests are featured of this wonderful place. Amelia Island State Park is the only state park in the state of Florida to offer horseback riding on the beach. It does feature an enjoyable and scenic 45-minute riding tour through the forest along the Atlantic Coast Beach, and this is for sure a must-do when visiting Florida. Uh, the Florida Adventure is open to welcome to families and kids 13 and older by reservation. Also, that same park, visitors are allowed to fish, stroll on the beach, relax, and birdwatch. Um, one place that I've been to is Fort Clinch State Park. That's not far from us as well. Uh, Fort Clinch State Park has been a part of the U.S. park system and the Florida park system since 1935. It's one of the most well-preserved 19th century forts in the United States. Uh, the fort was used to garrison U.S. troops during both the Civil War and the Spanish-American War, though no actual battles were fought at Fort Clinch. Uh, daily tours featured period reenactors and bring the garrison to life for visitors. Visitors can sunbathe, swim, beachcomb, hike, bicycle. They're all great activities. And it is located just north of the city of Fernandina Beach on State Road A1A. Um, I've been to uh, Fort Clinch State Park. It was beautiful. Uh, I was there with a, a Boy Scout camp out, and it was just an amazing place to be. Um, absolutely right. Uh, the historic uh, reenactors, um, they're in a lot of different places. They're at the Fort Matanzas, the Castillo de San Marco in um, San Augustine. Those are both federal locations. Uh, Fort Clinch State Park, um, they're in a lot of different places. Um, they are the experts. So if you go to one of these places and you want to know how the people lived in these areas, how they lived back at the time of, say, the 1690s or the 1730s, uh, what happened during wartime, how people lived, how they, you know, how would they get mail back and forth, how did they get messages to their families and friends, um, you know, what happened, uh, how would they get dressed in the morning, what happened to their clothes at night, how would they wash their clothes, how would they prepare dinner, um, these guys know everything, guys. They're, they are definitely the experts, and, and they're definitely the ones that you want to contact and ask those questions to. Uh, they are dedicated to their craft. Um, I've seen full-on uh, battles. Um, when we went to 
Um, the, there's an area just north of Gainesville, uh, the Battle of Olusti, and it's Olusti State Park, uh, and it's just incredible. I mean, they have cannons, they have guys on horseback, they fire muskets. There's a whole battlefield. There's there's explosions that go on. It it it's just amazing. The cannons rock the earth when they go off, um, and you really get a picture of what it was like to live back then, to be involved in all that. And um, the the reenactors do a great job. So so my hat is totally off to those guys. Uh, number eight on my list uh, is Florida sports. Um, I know this is not a sports podcast, but definitely sports have to be involved in this. Florida has a wide array of sports for the sports fan to choose from. Hockey, football, baseball, tennis, swimming, scuba, and so many others. Um, Florida is absolutely most definitely a golf lover's paradise, a golf lover's destination. Um, a couple courses I want to tell you about. The TPC Stadium course at Sawgrass, which is the Tournament Players Championship, is located just outside of Jacksonville Beach. And a very well-known course has been featured on national sports coverage every year. Uh, such famous players as Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson, and Jack Nicklaus in a lead a field of others. Um, also, Jacksonville is close to uh, the World Golf Hall of Fame in St. Augustine, Florida. Uh, this course and series of historic and interactive exhibits honors the game, its history, and celebrates the contributors and players in the game throughout history. The exhibit includes a series of artifacts, photos, and videos, several of which are open year-round. Uh, included in the museum entrance is a shot of the Challenge Hole, a 132-yard island green reminding players of the fans, uh, players and fans of the 17th hole at the TPC Sawgrass. Um, it we've been there guys we've been there there's a, a, a pretty little hotel right there uh, we've seen 4th of July fireworks right in that same area um, back in the World Golf Hall of Fame uh, there's a whole district back there there's Caddyshack uh, which is a restaurant owned by at the time was owned by Bill Murray and his brother um, just amazing just a cool little place um, if you're a golf uh, enthusiast as I'm sure a lot of people out there are uh, you definitely want to check that out because it is very very cool uh, for more information, visit worldgolfhalloffame.org. All one word, worldgolfhalloffame.org. Um, now it's time to answer our trivia question. So I want you guys to think about your answer. I'm going to read the question to you one more time. We're going to figure out what the correct answer is here. So, although there are lots and lots of amazing and interesting facts about the state of Florida, one of these is wrong. One of these is not correct. Which one of these answers are not correct? Is it A, Florida is home to the most golf courses of any state in the United States? We just talked about that. Florida is the flattest state in America. Is it C, uh, um, that was B, Florida is the flattest state in America. Is it C, there have been more dinosaur bones found in Florida than any other state in America? Or is it D, Florida produces the most oranges of any state in America? Well, we talked about that too, right? Is it the most oranges of any state? Let's see. So the final answer, the one that is incorrect, the one that is not the right answer, is C. There have been more dinosaur bones found in Florida than any other state in America. So during the dinosaur age, the state of Florida has always been a peninsula. It was never any other shape, but it was completely underwater at the time. So there have never, ever been a single dinosaur bone found any other fossils in the United States, in the uh, Florida, and other places in the United States. They've been found all over but there's never been a single one found in the state of Florida. So if you picked answer C, you were absolutely correct. So Florida has never, ever, ever given up a dinosaur fossil. Um, so I want to welcome our newest partner and the official clothing supplier for the Florida Fun Podcast. This is our friends at 904outfitters.com. I am a big fan of 904 Outfitters. I found them, and they are a great partner of the show. Uh, they're the only choice for apparel specifically made for the 904 lifestyle. So whether you're enjoying a day at the beach or on the river or seeing all that my beautiful Florida has to offer in the back of a canoe or off-roading in your truck, jeep, or ATV, 
taking a hike in the woods, camping under the stars, or simply resting and relaxing at home with family and friends, you need to check out their line of comfortable, ready-to-wear clothes for the whole family. As a brand new partner of the Florida Fun Podcast, the great folks at 904outfitters.com are allowing me to give you a discount on your purchases. So if you act now and use my discount, personal discount code FLORIDAFUN15 on your order, you'll receive 15% off anything in the store. That's my personal discount code FLORIDAFUN15. Get 15% off anything on your online order. So tell them you heard your ad on the Florida Fun Podcast. That's the good folks at 904outfitters.com. 904outfitters.com. Love where you live. Don't wait. Check it out today. So guys, with that, we're going to call that an episode. Thank you again for your support. It always means so much more to me than I can ever fully tell you. Um, This is where I truly feel at home, here talking to you guys, sharing with you, showing you all there is to see about our beautiful state of Florida. As a reminder, you can access all the past episodes on so many podcast sites like iHeartRadio Podcasts, Good Pods, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and my host site, which is podbean.com. Definitely go and give them some love. Also, keep up with the podcast on our social media sites, Instagram and Pinterest. That's going to be at Florida Fun Podcast. Also, Instagram is the home of our Florida Fun Podcast live video series. Definitely check those out. Uh, That's where we're going to post reels and videos. You can see us live. You can see our faces. You can see who we are. Uh, On Twitter, you can follow us at Florida Fun 6. Friend me, tweet me, send me a message. Or you can always send me an email at any time. That's FloridaFunPodcast at gmail.com. Guys, definitely go back and check out the past episodes. Uh, Listen to any or all of them. Please leave a like or a comment and share and follow me on any of the social media sites that you're on. Tell your friends and family and those on your social media sites that you're listening to the Florida Fun Podcast. Share the link. Share it out there for me so everyone can be involved in the podcast. So, guys, thank you so much for listening. As always, I'm looking forward to sharing our latest adventures with you here in Jacksonville and the state of Florida. Uh, We had a great weekend. We did so much this weekend. I can't wait to tell you guys all about that. Um, Super, super interesting stuff, and I think you guys are going to dig that as well. So, guys, as always, get out there and have some Florida fun, and we will absolutely see you out there. Can't rouse from the fall again